Welcome everyone to another episode of my uh, podcast and today, as always, um, I'm delighted to have my guest. I have the awesome um, Shane uh, Mahi, uh, as in the fish, and we were just talking about uh, fish restaurants, maybe we'll come on to that uh, later. Now, I uh, came across Shane through the awesome Salesborgs. I know you've heard me talk about the Salesborgs um, uh, before, salesborgs.ai, go and uh, have a look there. And Shane is uh, the uh, co-founder. CEO. CEO. Founder and CEO. Co-founder and CEO of um, Sales Driven, which is, he describes as an intelligent business uh, growth. You've got uh, business intelligence, human intelligence, artificial intelligence, growth intelligence. We'll dive into that. Um, fundamentally, Shane is reinventing how um, you outsource sales, I, would, I yes. think it's fair to, uh, to say. And uh, so I thought it'd be great to get Shane on uh, onto this podcast because uh, obviously, one thing has happened in the last eighteen months or so has changed the way that we um, we sell. There's big debate in the market around kind of the SDR AE kind of complex. The churn rate in the SDR world is still very high. Yeah, there seems to be lots of roles for SDR still being um, still being hired. So um, enough about me, Shane. Uh, who, what, why, when, where? Let's hear your story before we get into this. Um, all right, so who, what, when, where, and why? So who am I? Shane Mahi. I'm an, uh, a loud, outspoken, ambitious individual that likes to do things easier. I like to make life easier. What do I do? I am trying to build the future of sales with, outsource, with an outsourced model that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, an outsourced model that really works. It, it delivers a result where the customer or our partners are able to say, yeah, that, that worked. Like they actually did it. Why do I want to do it? Uh, how is the explicit language on here? Is it, is it bad or is it, do we yeah, have- if you, if, you, if you want to swear, we'll just give a picture. <laughs> I fucking hated working <laughs> for a corporation. I hated hearing um, feedback from my clients on how poor the outcome was, or you did not deliver this when it wasn't, it was never under my control. So I wanted to build a company that actually delivered value. I wanted to build a company that companies knew that performance was a standard that they could, mm-hmm. um, really adhere to. When did we start it? Uh, midst of the pandemic March, they said, go home. Like we were just waiting for this day to happen. And God said, go take a break, everybody, go sit down and just go figure out what you want to do. <laughs> and for like six months, I was just like, I was playing Xbox, playing chess with my mates. And I was like, this really isn't cutting it. Let me just start a business. And um, right. I knew my mouth always got me either in trouble or mm-hmm. in places. <laughs> so I figured, let me make money out of this thing that uh, keeps motorizing daily. <laughs> so um, started figuring out who would be the best fit and uh, built a team of ambitious people, people that I've always trusted. Mm-hmm. I knew wanted to take it to the next level. And um we decided to push it forward and come uh, July, we registered the business. October, November, we started taking on our first clients and we've been mm-hmm. off to the races ever since. That's and awesome. in a nutshell, that's me. That's fantastic. And I think what, what has been interesting, you know, notwithstanding also the, the, the human cost of everything through the pandemic is it has, it has enabled people to kind of take a step back from whatever, whatever um, role, whatever industry they're, they're in. And we're now starting to see this is that, um, 
you know, there's potentially going to be a, a talent shortage in some industries because people are, you know what, <laughs> bollocks to this. I'm not coming back into this. Yeah, exactly. way, life's, you know, life, life is too short. There's more to just the, um, the, the, the corporate machine. So that's awesome that um, you kind of saw the opportunity and kind of, um, you know, roll up your bootstraps, as they say, and, and, and got stuck into it. So out, outsourcing sales, well, that's, that's always been an interesting one for me because, Back in my days when I was at PwC, we used um, an outsource. I mean, it's about ten years ago now, if not longer, um, just to set meetings with um, uh, with companies to kind of sell. You know, do you want a new tax advisor type sort of thing? Yeah. And to be honest, the experience was pretty. Was the company was very good, they were very professional, but the experience for us was pretty poor because yeah. the way that they were kind of motivated was just kind of set meetings rather than necessarily the outcome of the, of the meeting. So ninety nine percent of the meetings, we kind of rocked up, and they were like, "Who, who are you? Why are you here? What? No, we've already got one. No, <laughs> thanks, yeah. thanks, but thanks, yeah. but no thanks. Sorry, it was a wasted, <laughs> a wasted trip. But yeah, I can't remember. I can't even remember why. You know why I booked this meeting. And I always had, a, I guess, a strange thing in terms of outsourcing sales because it's not, you know, you're not actually the the working for the company. Therefore, do you truly believe in? what it is that you're you're doing or are you just basically a gun for um a gun for hire so one could say that's the same for all of unhappy sdrs and salespeople anyway in terms of yeah, yeah in terms of their, 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 their current roles so what is what is it that you're doing i know we were talking about this on whatsapp when i was kind of working through on one of your um uh, your slides you know you've got business intelligence you've got human intelligence you've got artificial intelligence you've got growth intelligence you know what i'm going to say that feels like a lot of kind of business lingo saying the things that people want to hear almost confusion through language so let, let's actually br break it down what is it that that you're doing that's maybe difference that some of our listeners may have experienced or the perceptions they had of an outsourced um let's call it what it is kind of cold calling telesales shop type sort of thing so the way i usually describe it is we're calibrating your vision okay and with four pillars we're able to do that so the first element of human intelligence let's just say that that that's one of the first pillars and any type of technology can be fantastic, but if you don't have the right type of humans operating that mm -hmm. technology, you're going to be lost. So yeah. anybody that operates any one of the technologies that we use, they are intelligent, number one, because they've gone through the technology, they understand the technology, and they understand how to produce outcomes from the use of that technology. The artificial intelligence pillar is speed. It's based on speed. It's based on performance. And mm -hmm. how are we able to process and analyze data much quicker in an intelligent way? So those outcomes that you are produced are data-driven. And, that's what, and that, that's what that pillar is based on. It's mm -hmm. the use of AI to clear up that vision again. So if we base the, the entire picture off of going to spec savers, yeah. Right. You go into spec savers because you probably have a problem with not being able to see, a clear, see clearly. Mm -hmm. What we are doing is we're putting on those goggles and adding on a new lens with yeah. each different pillar to clear out that picture so you can see A, B, C, D, E, F, G throughout the whole picture. Mm -hmm. Right. The growth intelligence model is how do we grow your company intelligently? Okay. It's not just throwing a whole bunch of shit at the wall. It's actually mm -hmm. using certain models, using certain strategies by 
people that we follow or people that we are directed by, for example, our chairman, Marcus Kauke, mm -hmm. what does he advise us to do to help a company grow? So one company that we're working with, Flowforma, they're a codeless automation company. They're trying to get to their first round of investing. Mm -hmm. So we've developed a growth model that is going to take them from 1.9 million to 2.4 million by the end of our work this year. Yeah. And then last but not least is the business intelligence. So the business intelligence is a pillar of our company that we're actually growing. The business intelligence is finding out, again, how do we clear up that vision for you? But what type of intelligence can we bring you mm -hmm. to push people further down your sales funnel so that when you do speak to them, you have more information about them, you have more knowledge about them. The, the call or the meeting is a lot warmer because mm -hmm you understand their world and that's without even having that having that 30 minute discussion it's just that opening communication building that curiosity doing our work on businesses business intelligence to bring them into that meeting with you so that you have those four pillars of your house for example yeah. in place and then when we work with the company we can start adding on joists we can start adding on flooring we can add all the aesthetics that build that house mm -hmm. and make it the final product that's really what that comes down to that that's it in a nutshell so it's so then it's it's more than just setting meetings you are actually helping organizations with you know that that example like that you, you gave you know we, we want to get to here you, you're mapping out that journey for them from a revenue generation perspective on, on how how they're going to get there could that then be that their own sales team execute on that not you executing it but you you've given them the roadmap or the blueprint of the the house if you will in terms yeah. of th this is what you need this is what you need to build it mm -hmm. and this is the the map for all this these in the instructions that if you follow this and do this and execute upon this then potentially supported with your ai and your bi and then possibly the human aspect as well you can then get them to uh, get into that so it's, it's dare I say quasi going that's more going to the advisory consulting space as, as much as anything yeah because we, we we've always been we, we've had the notion that telemarketing you're a telemarketing agency mm -hmm. you're outsource meeting appointment center and it's it, it's not we, that's not what we want to focus on because yeah. setting the meeting is only one portion of the, of, of the game yeah. right it's only one portion of the puzzle the the entire workload that goes into building that meeting or creating that meeting that's where we fit in that's what we are focusing on it's not just the list go and get these it's all right it's the list does this list make sense does it fit with your company does the icp have these challenges do we have these right talk tracks how are we building the criteria for that um how are we mapping out those lists how are we assigning those lists how are we prioritizing this how are we scoring those lists mm -hmm. and then actually how are we building a structure that allows you to go into those lists and build the curiosity build enough engagement and then it's like putting pieces in a puzzle right it's yeah. putting them in the right places so it, it definitely comes more down it, it's more towards the actual the entire development of your sales structure from start to finish rather than just a list go and get meetings we yeah. want to outsource sales and just go guess what you have to do here's the baseline it's no we're building an actual picture we're putting the lens on we're giving you those bifocals so you have laser clear goggles that you that take you where, where you need to go
And do you, uh, in terms of your, your, your client base, and I appreciate you're kind of, you know, you're, you're still young in your, um, uh, your, your journey. Do they, do they have existing kind of sales functions at the moment, which aren't, aren't I'm going to make that maybe unfair on them, but aren't necessarily performing. And then are you, are you re replacing them or is it, again, you're kind of working alongside the, the, the existing sellers as it were to support them in terms of the actual, I'm talking about, you know, the, the setting meeting. Yeah. So in this instance, one, one, one client that is, is our major focus right now is, is a very interesting company. They've always worked on an inbound model. Okay. And they've never done outbound before. They've never had success because outsource agencies uh, have always pretty much fucked up. They've yeah. never had a good result with them. Mm -hmm. So with their inbound model, when the pandemic hit, they realized those inquiries weren't coming in as quick. Yeah. They needed a quick fix to go out to market and bring in more leads into the funnel that actually made sense. But more importantly, that fit the criteria of yeah. their accepted opportunities. So in this instance, we went outbound, we created the right type of list, we used our AI modeling to replicate their existing customer behaviors, mm -hmm. and we found new prospects that fit that criteria, right, that yeah. fit the bill. And we've gone out, we look, we've built a curiosity, we've engaged with these individuals and we've brought them into their sales funnel so that their inbound team who notoriously was successful with inbound lead generation and speaking to those, yeah. we're feeding outbound leads into their inbound teams, their account executives, their telemarketing guys, so they can now experience the added layer of work that comes with outbound, but more importantly, a full flush sales pipeline of opportunities that you have big names that you would have never got before, mm -hmm. as well as the, the, the scattered uh, inbound leads that are fluctuating. They're coming in regularly, but we're working with their, with their inbound team, feeding them meetings that are arranged, scheduled, mm -hmm. fit their criteria so that they can really look, take their revenue to that next level. Awesome. And you know, I'm hearing you know the the, the kind of whole AI piece in um, in kind of sales at the moment. I think is we're in, we're in an interesting interesting space, but it, it is also this this concept and you know the, the the ideal customer. And speaking to Rob Turley over at White White Rabbit Intel in terms of what they do, I know Marcus is, you know advises them um, as well. So that this let's go into this kind of AI model a little bit further in terms of what what you've. Uh, what you're doing so if i've understood correctly let's take the example you've just given me mm. are you you're able to to analyze or look at their existing customer base like guessing on kind of crm data finance mm. data whatever it might be yeah. and then you've got a piece of technology which can then kind of look at that and then map that against third-party data or map that against something else to go Okay, we know this is good, but those of you that are listening, I'm now going over here. We know this is good. Um, over there, we think this could be a good fit. Is that kind of what you're doing? So it, the, the way I describe it is you go into company X and company X, hopefully they will have a, a decent amount of data against people that they work with or do business yep. with clients. What we do is we take the one opportunity, so the people they've won business with, active clients, and we offset that data against companies or individuals that have given them a hard no, right? Those are the two criteria that you get. Now you marry those up into an Excel sheet, you process that data through White Rabbit, 
Yeah. And what pops out is a profile, right? An ideal profile and an ideal company profile mm-hmm. that mirrors their behaviors, their inspirations, their attitudes, certain things that they search for. We don't yeah. have exact the exact details of the, the, the content that they search for, but the behaviors based on, from what I know, billions of sources on the open web, public information that they're able to extract and that's what builds that profile. Mm-hmm. Now, what's confusing for some people is you can have the surface level information, but what's behind that is the brain. So if you look at me, you can see my facial features. You can see yep. the color of my skin, the color of my hair, mm-hmm. but you don't know what's going on in my brain. You know, yep. you don't know what's going on in my thought process. This is basically what that technology allows you to do. So once you have that avatar or that mm-hmm. profile of that perfect customer, you then go out and source new data mm-hmm. that mirrors that, run that against the profile, and then that will allow you to score and prioritize your leads. Yeah. And then that's how you follow up and engage with each and every one of the scored prospect based on the level of multi-threaded approach, the level of intensity, the level of engagement, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. So it sounds like, and it's interesting in terms of, um, because I know that nowhere near as sophisticated as what what, what um, White Rabbit's doing, but it's interesting if you look at where Sales Navigator's going, you know, they've now got their sales insights and starting to unlock some of that data. You know, LinkedIn is a goldmine. If they open that, if they open that up properly, I mean, we, we could have a, people who knew what they were doing have a hell of a lot of fun, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, starting to... Uh, you know, we're hearing this. I did a podcast recently with Mary Shea from um, uh, out, out, Outreach uh, in talking around um, kind of this revenue intelligence mm-hmm. and how it's what we're starting to see in the world of of sales. And I, I be, this is what I think what you're doing is really interesting because you're the bleeding edge of this. Whereas a lot of Selling you some of the chat in WhatsApp group recently has been hilarious in terms of some some pretty pretty pissed off people about their view on their RevOps leaders and so on and, <laughs> and so forth. Is that it's, it seems the industry is still so far behind the curve in in all of this. It's it's we just put data into a system, mm-hmm. and whether it's you're doing it a cold call whether you're doing email, whether you're doing a marketing campaign, whether you're doing something on, on social, it's just plug this data in. We don't really kind of look at it. We're not going to poke around in it. And just, you know, to your earlier point, we're going to spray enough of it at the wall. Some of it's going to stick. Some of it's going to um, uh, to stick right. And I think that that for me is, and again, why I think the sales boards are such a fascinating group to be to, to be part of all these different minds and different you know, different opinions, different uh, industries, is that what where, where, where this is all going. That's why I'm glad that you do have the human intelligence piece on 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 your uh, on your site in terms of what you do. Is those organisations that recognise that they haven't got the skill sets to do this, so they either try and hire or they come to you know, they, they, they come to someone like like you because you know if we look at the narrative in terms of the churn rate in the in SDR world, oh, it's still God. massively massively high. If we look at the narrative, apparently people you know still not hitting quota, which I you know last five years we've been not not you know not hitting quota. So something is kind of fundamentally not still not working. So where. And I know we've been talking about the the the, the, the data piece um, uh, on uh, on what, WhatsApp as well. Where do you where do you kind of see this 
going you know with what what rob's doing at white rabbit with what you see we're doing you know linkedin's now doing with their their sales insights you look at the outreaches the sales loss the gongs out there you know i've been speaking to people at microsoft it sounds like microsoft's got some pretty interesting stuff coming out on the on the, on the dynamics platform which is going to be basically all of this wrapped into in into one but you know, speaking with your the clients that you're you're talking to and then where the kind of vision is where where do you believe the role of the salesperson is going to going to go my vision my ideal vision has been individuals who are leaders are going to be able to look silo themselves yeah get into a performance driven company that really excels or they'll be able to build their own kind of system around their individual profile so what i envisage at sales driven is um, to be able to provide business leaders, sales professionals with an all-in-one solution that uh, holds data, holds a connect and sell predictive or uh, pad dialer. Yeah. Um, it has all the sequencing in it. It has everything that you need to become like the ultimate salesperson. Mm -hmm. And then you go to companies and you can sell for them, right? I think yeah. for me, I think it's going to be a lot of the power players are going to, they're going to silo themselves. They're going to go individually and then they're going to go to companies fully kitted up, ready to produce. And clients, companies are just going to have to get a lot smarter because people are realizing very quickly, you don't always need a company to make money or to make a living. And if you're doing it the way you want to do it with the best tools you feel are available, you can still produce incredible, incredible results. It's just the ones who have the passion to do it, yeah. the ones who have the drive to go forward. Um, the ones who are sales driven yeah. versus the ones who are just going to sit there. And we, me and you both know who they are. They sit there, they wait for a paycheck and they do just the bare minimum to get by. Mm -hmm. Those people are going to get kicked out of the door because when we are able to expand and show people the world, this is what sales driven is. This is what really hitting your numbers about what outcomes are about. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to create as the new norm, like pure, absolute, ruthless performance that delivers consistently over and over again. I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a what, so what I'm hearing is that it's, it's going back to that. It's kind of the gun for hire version two, but they are going to be kitted out with, you know, they will go and invest in themselves in, yes. the, in this, in this technology and these technology platforms. Um, you know, we, we mentioned connects, you know, mentioned connects and sell in terms of what, Jerry and the team are doing, you know, over there. That it might be a sales engagement platform. Of <laughs> there are many out there, yeah. um, and and so on. You know, LinkedIn's obviously going to play a part into that. You know, we're not getting to the sales navigator piece, but I do find it fascinating that people still don't understand. They still think sales navigators is a waste of time and <laughs> and not 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 good value, <laughs> good value for money. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, really? If we're still having this conversation this day. It's good for me because there's opportunity for for me <laughs> in terms of where where we're going. So that they'll either be um, independent consultants, if you will, that just have a portfolio of clients that do this, yeah. or they will come and join a um, a, a sales driven per se in terms of, in terms of your world. And then it, I think it, 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 I think certainly for the I think for the the, the large organisations they're always going to have a, you know they're always going to yeah, have their sales, they're always going to have their sales functions. But I think for you know fast growing fast growing businesses or small to medium sized enterprises, it, it could be that actually you don't need to have that sales function at all. 
you just you, you just use you know you use Shane when you need when you kind of you kind of need it and then if you're building a good you know got good marketing functions and you've got that kind of inbound and the and the so you got the inbound coming in because you're generating that your uh your yourself but then you you plug you you kind of almost plug and play a sales driven to kind of just have that extra layer on top to give you that that extra boost i think it's going to be it's going to be an interesting interesting play and i think also for and this is you know what i was chatting to mary about i also believe the professional service market so fs insurance lawyers accountants you know they're nowhere near any of this at, at the moment and my you know my view is that once they start to from a set from a selling perspective start to get their head around data more effectively mm-hmm. And start to actually do put some science behind the thinking of, of what of what they're doing. The first firms that are going to sort of reach out and do that, I think, are going to start to win and win um, um, win big. So, um, with regards to the the kind of the all of this together, how, how is it then? How does it then work? I mean, do you, you have salespeople, right? So you have yeah. a team of people who can actually just they have all this technology. Mm-hmm. And you build all this out, and then part of it is yes, you are you're you're setting is that setting that initial meeting, or is it meeting two, meeting three? Could it be the whole the whole process? It really depends what the company wants. So we've got one company who just literally wants us to build them the entire go-to-market map and just okay. put their their sales team in front of the best type of leads that we can possibly produce, right? Yeah um other companies have wanted us to actually set the meetings for them other companies they just want a they want us to introduce the company provide them with a lead sheet that has all the information and then they will go and follow up with them themselves so it's really what the company really wants um we know that look providing great great leads is, is is something that you can do but if a company needs that support they need that extra horsepower, which is why the company sales driven is what it is. It's driven. It's about driving to driving fast performance. Mm-hmm. But if they need that added horsepower, they call us and they say, all right, we, we, we told them, hey, look, what do you want to do? Do you want leads? Do you want us to set the meeting? Do you want us to actually schedule the meeting? Okay. And then a new concept that we're actually bringing on board is we take on that first discovery call because we both know the value of a second meeting. A second yeah. meeting is extremely valuable. Some companies will say, I want 20, 30 meetings a month. Some companies will say, I want three perfectly qualified meetings. Yeah. And if that's the case, then we have a team that their disco, their discovery calls are spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody sand the train. So we follow a precise model and we get all the pain uncovered. That's what we're building it on. And then we're sitting the client in a, in, in, a, in a meeting where we've identified the pain. Most of the problems and challenges are, are there. And all they have to do is show them that solution. So it's, um, it's an array of models that we're working on, but it's really what the client wants. And because we are full sales cycle, we can mm-hmm. do it all. And again, that's, I think the full sales cycle, I, you know, it's, it's, I think it's good that you're uh, full sales cycle. And I, I, but, you know, this whole AESDR complex, as it's described, I think for me is, is, is they've almost created their own their own challenges because I've always been full I've always been a full sales cycle. So back in my recruitment days, it was cradles great. You had to yeah. go find you had to go find the job. You had to go find the candidate. You had to put your proposal together. You then had to run the run the campaign. <laughs> Yeah. bit kind of you know cradle to grave and you know i remember back in my when linkedin was a client of mine you know it's the point where they were going to hand me over to someone else i was like no i spent a year developing a relationship with this person 
I'm now not going to start all over again with somebody who didn't know the business. So you've got a choice there. Yeah. If you want to keep my business, I'm keeping Rob, or or you're not keeping my business. <laughs> they, they relented and I was able to keep, you know, keep the um the the, the initial contacts, you know, through the 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 life cycle of the um of, of the contract we have them because I was like, this is just this is ridiculous. You I know, agree. He knows me, he knows the business in, in um inside out. So do do you think I do you think we're gonna go back to either whether it's going through you or back, you know, back into you know, a, a big SaaS company, do you think the full sales cycle model is going to come back, should come back? I'll tell you, on, on, honest truth here, I never even knew about the difference between the whole SDRA model until I left my company because I was always full sales cycle, like yeah. full sales cycle to the point of chasing invoices like that's how that's <laughs> like i was in this like what the fuck so when i heard about this sdrae model it does work in some cases for our business because of that front end work yeah. that we've got to do i think it is quite expensive to yeah. have three sdrs at let's say 2500 quid that's seven and a half grand and then you're paying an ae three yeah. grand when I could pay two dynamite AEs or two dynamite full sale cycle guys for three yeah. grand a pop, six grand total at the comms. And I'm still winning as long as all the all this all the the the, the, the tedious mundane tasks are all taken care of by us. Yeah. They're literally just pitching, building the relationship and selling. I I, I can't say right now. I don't know yeah. if it would ever go back. I prefer the full sale cycle model. Mm -hmm just because that's what I've been very successful with. And then I understand the whole picture. Yeah. Um, so for me, yes, I think it, I think full sales cycle is, but then again, all this Silicon Valley tech sales bubble, new <laughs> sales specialization, like all these new ideas, I'm lost in it. So yeah. I, I can't really say, I, I, don't, I don't know what really would be the most successful one moving forward. Yeah, it's it's it's. I said it's, it's it's kind of interesting watching this from the sidelines, as it as it were, because um, I think I've read you know somewhere that I may be chatting to um, to Marcus that all these you know, these these big SaaS companies are running out of people to um, to sell to because they're just selling to this they're selling to themselves right and they suddenly exactly. want to <laughs> into the new market like farm or manufacturing and all of a sudden their their model and their approach doesn't kind of work in those um. Uh, in those different um, uh, those different uh, different markets, so you've been going for how long? Have you been going for now? Full nine months. Uh, the business actually registered in July, and our first client was the beginning of November. So I consider like the actual growth of the company from November October October of twenty twenty. So not even ten months. Not even ten not months. Even 10 months. So how, how big are you now? How, how, how many have you got on your team? So we've got eight people on the team right now. Awesome. It's quite exciting. Uh, Marcus Kalki is the chairman. We've yeah. got uh, a great non-executive director out of uh, South Africa, mm -hmm. startup turnaround specialist. And then the team, myself, Antoine, my business partner, he's been running the show with me from the start, Dan, and then the team that we have um so eight people three clients right now working on getting a few more mm -hmm. over the next few months i think what we want to do is keep 
a smaller group of clients yeah we build those long-term partnerships with and we can mm -hmm. keep them for longer yeah um, we don't want to be just uh, a bunch of new logos and mm -hmm. just churning and burning like some of these other clients we hear the stories all the time yeah so we want to be that niche focused company where you kind of got to get on the waiting list to get in touch with us you've got to cool. be on the waiting list to have this type of level of work because what we do is not it's not next day delivery. We're not yeah. Amazon over here. We're doing like, <laughs> we're building a Mercedes Benz AMG service that yeah. is top quality all, all the way. Awesome. And um, what, in terms of your, your current client base, is, is it in, is it kind of tax, tax, tech, 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 SaaS world or is yeah, it? Yeah. So we want to, we want to be working with, um, Look, companies that are building really, really interesting computer software, mm -hmm. IT companies, the AI model, cybersecurity. Like we want to be where the future is going. I'm sure everybody's saying it yeah. too. But more importantly, we want to work with people who are fun. Like we mm -hmm. want to work with people who have energy, who are open to ideas, who are looking at trying new things um, and really they believe they can change the world. Like as cheesy as it sounds in some cases, those are the companies that really do well. If you believe you change the world, you'll do quite well. I can totally, uh, totally agree. So where's the, if those that, those that are listening to this, um, where can they, where's the best place for them to come and find you to learn more in terms of how they can get on that waiting list, should we say? Oh, well, look, LinkedIn is definitely the gold mine of the century right now. So getting on LinkedIn, just message me on LinkedIn. Cool. Uh, our website is fully functional, fully interactive. Any type of engagement there comes directly to the team. Um, so, and then our company page, the sales driven company page, that's growing quite fast. So, um, those three are the, are the, are the primary places to come find I us. Will, I will put the links somewhere. I still can't do this on YouTube where I'm supposed to be putting <laughs> yeah, to put the links. I think it's going to be down there, isn't it? Um, around that. So, if you're listening to this and you want to learn, you want to learn more about how Shane and his company can help you um, accelerate your. Uh, your business through intelligent business um, growth. I highly recommend um, uh, you doing that. But Shane, um, so I know I flipped this on his head. You wanted to interview me, and I was like, no, I'm going <laughs> to. My podcast. I'm still happy to do that interview, by the way. Um, Shane, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for um, you know you. Me, uh, some of your time and no doubt your uh, your busy uh, busy calendar. Uh, it's been great having you. Thank you, mate. Really do appreciate it. And as always, anybody listening to this, thank you for tuning in. If there's anybody that you want, if you want to be on the podcast, you can hit, hit me up with a message. Or if you want to recommend anybody to be on this podcast, um, also hit me up with a message. But wherever you are in the world, um, uh, stay safe and I will see you all next week.